Where's your laundry? <laughs> Done. Dryer. And that oop. So there is a gentleman at my work who is a complete prick. Like a-hole, D-bag, jerk-off, whatever you want to call him. And I will call him Saul or Saul. And I changed his name. Uh, but I've witnessed uh, arguments. This, this, this guy get into arguments with people. I know for a fact that he uh, like complains about my coworkers who are the nicest people on the planet. The, the one specifically that he complained about uh, a few months ago and he had a meeting and th- there was they had to go to upper management because he, he said uh, this gentleman threatened him. It's, he's the nicest guy on the planet. Like he couldn't harm a fly. Guy's a nut job. Saul is a nut job. Uh, and, and he complains about just the most minor crap. Like, the, there's the spirit of the law, and then there's the, the letter of the law. Like, the letter of the law will say, uh, each red line on the ground should be two inches apart. And then, for whatever reason, the guy who painted it, or something changed, or it's, it's an inch and a three quarters apart. It's like, well, it's not two inches, but it's close enough. And who cares? So he he just flips out at the smallest crap. A few weeks ago, he can't. Well, part, so my job, we go out, we get mail at various departments and offices and buildings. Uh, and then we bring it all back and uh, we run it through Pitney Bowes machines. We give it postage. Uh, that's my job. So we come back sometimes with 10, 15 tubs of mail. And a tub is about the size of Frankie's uh, Frankie's cage. Uh, thousands, tens of thousands of pieces of mail per day. Lots of mail. Lots of tubs. So we come back from, there's four of us per day. We come back from our route. And we just throw the tubs on the floor. Because it's a small room. You've been there, honey. Uh, there's not a lot of... It wasn't meant for the operation, the, our mail operation, but that's our room. But there isn't tons of tables or storage or shelves. So we just throw these tubs on the floor because who cares? And we run the mail as quickly as we can. The other day he comes in, Saul, and he just flies off the handle about the tubs are on the floor, thus blocking his way from walking through our room. Now, our room is... Uh, a uh, 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 cross a uh, crossway a thoroughfare yeah you 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 walk in one end and then there's a door on the other to get to the bathrooms yeah there's through traffic yeah foot exactly. traffic exactly um and the break room so we we get a lot of foot traffic in and out <clears throat> and uh like i said we get so much mail there's tons of tubs and yes oftentimes you have to maybe take a step to the left to avoid walking <laughs> Through a tub or walk over the tub. Like our robotic little vacuum cleaner. If yes. something's in its way and yeah. on its course, it just goes three inches to the left and then right. makes a little square going around it. Right. It's I easy may- to do. I maintain it It, it uh, helps your foot dexterity. You're like a, ah. a Icky Woods or Walter Payton in the off season, dude. You're like running up uh, mountains. It, it helps with, with your drills. If you want to uh, make the Cincinnati Bengals team, for instance. Uh so, yes, technically speaking, there should be 
a perfect walkway from one perfectly clear, open, free of uh, uh, de debris or, or hazards, um, tubs, matter, uh, from one door to the other. Technically speaking, legally speaking, yes, that, but that's not how it is because we get a buttload of mail and sometimes we get pallets of mail that block, that sit in the middle of this small room. That's just the fact. That's the way it's been for years. It, it, and, but for whatever reason, he decided to flip the frick out. On this particular day, because yes. as you just said, yes. this is nothing new. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm watching him go off and my manager's following behind him. They're, they're together, uh, walking side by side. And uh, he's like, these are these tubs are tripping hazards and there should be a clear pathway. And I'm just like, like completely flummoxed and befuddled at this scene. Like, what the hell's wrong with you, Saul? And why is my manager kind of nodding and saying, oh, OK. Uh, so I'm talking to my manager later. And I'm like, why are you what, what's the deal here? Why are you entertaining this yes. this person and these complaints? And he says, you have to, because that kind of personality, you have to say, okay, Saul, yes, you're right. Okay, we'll fix it. Okay, okay, you have a point. I maintain, I know nothing about management, <laughs> but I did read a lot of Business Week uh, in the late 90s, and I'm a fan of Jack Welch, but I would be like, Saul get a life dude like what the hell are you talking about and we could we could easily go to saul's area of the the building our department warehouse whatever and you can nitpick all day long dude you could be like this is not supposed to be here uh this isn't swept up enough uh this is a tripping hazard but we don't because we're adult we're we're we don't we don't care and and it's it's so petty and it's so childlike but Saul becomes a child and ma management my manager lets him allows it and so instead of saying Saul whatever dude like get a life <laughs> get get bent <laughs> uh they, they just say oh you're right so Instead of getting pushback, he, he knows he can act like this. He knows he can act like this, so he continues to. Uh, so I thought, you know, and he, he's been here for years. I, I'm here almost three years. So he's been like this for years. But this time, it just got to me. Like, it drove me nuts. And I was like, I'm going to get this off. You finally snapped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like Thanos, uh, I said, I'm going to get him. I'm going to snitch on him because, yeah, we're not perfect. But he's not perfect. So if he's going to act like a B-word, I'm going to act like a B-word too <laughs> and treat him like a B-word. So I'm going to snitch on him. Well, he, he's he's a bully. That's yeah. what really grinds my gears yeah. is he's not just complaining uh, rampantly about everything he's mean and rude yeah to those oh to people who don't deserve it yeah what one guy in particular who i again i love the kindest man or another kind person i work with um i've i've witnessed saul 
verbally abuse this gentleman. Yeah. Straight like, up abuse. Yeah. Just insult him, treat him like crap. Uh, and I, I'm just, I, and I stay away. I stay out of it. But privately, I've always been like, dude, like, what's up with Saul? And this guy has like Stockholm syndrome because he's like, oh, he's not that bad. Oh, he's okay. Oh, you know. Yeah, he's been bullied for so long that right. he's afraid to stand up and yes. Yes. say anything. And I've never had a problem with Saul because, for the most part, I'm uh, a fun guy. I improve. I improve uh, workplace morale twenty eight percent at least. And and I'm really buff. I'm strong, so he knows he can't mess with me. I know I can be intimidating with my biceps and my boulder shoulders, but I've never had a problem with him. But I've witnessed him flip the hell out on several of my coworkers. Uh, so I was like, I'm gonna get this bastard. <laughs> so I lied in wait, honey. I, I lied in. I, I went into stealth mode and I just observed for a couple days. He's been leaving. So we get technically we get out at 4.30 p.m. That's when we're off. That's when the bird and the Flintstones goes. Woo, woo. <laughs> uh, when you leave the rock quarry, uh, we're off at 4.30. But we're often done with our job at 3, 3.15 ish, 2.45 sometimes. Um, so we get out before 4.30, 4.20, 4.21, It varies. It depends. We get out a little early. But. I've noticed, and I've noticed this for years, and this happened before I got there. Um, he always leaves a few minutes early before us, before the boss says, okay, it's time to go. And back to appeasing him, no one has ever said anything. And I've, I've always, well, because when I was new there, I was like, well, this is the way it is. But after almost three years and after flipping out on, the tripping hazards. There's tripping hazards. Oh my gosh, we're gonna fall over and die, and uh, people are gonna get sued, and the warehouse police are gonna come down. After that, I was like, he's not allowed to leave early. He's not. He's above me, but he's not above my boss. So, uh, but he he just left early. He, he would leave one minute early, two minutes, three minutes early, which isn't a big deal, but it's a deal when we're all standing there waiting to be left, let out early. It's a big deal when you're such a jerk to everyone else. Right. Now it's right. a deal. Right. You made it a deal. Yeah. And so he thinks he's better than us because he, like the rules don't apply to him. And there's been no punishment because for whatever reason, my manager management is scared of him. That'll fly off the handle even more so. I say fight fire with fire. But again, I know nothing. I am nothing. I'm a peon. Uh, but so he, so uh, a few days after he flipped out about the tripping hazards, the mail tubs, I said, uh, he left a few minutes early and I went to a different manager. Now, this manager is no fan of Saul either. Ooh. This manager is an African-American man. Uh, several years ago before I got there, they were, I don't know the context, but they were talking about whatever they were talking about. Saul made a fried chicken joke to the African-American gentleman. 
Ever since then, the African-American <laughs> gentleman was not cool with Saul. Mm. It's a constant tension. It's the oddest relationship in the world because they pass each other by 10 times, pass each other 10 times a day. They work somewhat closely. I don't get it. Every working relationship with Saul, Saul, is completely fractured and broken and bizarre. But again, he does nothing to me because I'm really strong. I lift. Uh, but I see what's going on. I can't. I can't understand why people. Well, this one guy who he who has Stockholm syndrome. I'd be out of there, dude. I like get me out of here. I would start filing reports. I would do something. Start taking meetings. Build a record. Uh, build a, a paper record, paper trail, and get either get him out of there or get myself out of there. But uh, he's 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 a very Switzerland. Yeah. Is very neutral. Neutral. Thank you, my darling. Uh, this is driving me crazy. Okay. What was it? A piece of pop- pop- popcorn stuck on your face. <laughs> so I tell the African American manager, and it's like, "Oh, really?" And I was like, "Yeah." So we left. And he's like, "Okay." Did he get a twinkle in his eye? Like, you guys are allies <laughs> in did. this takedown. He did exactly, exactly. We teamed up. So. Uh, I will call the African-American gentleman, Steve. Uh, Steve goes, tells the big boss. Mm. And so a new change recently happened. Old big boss retired. New big boss came in. And so I was like, well, this is the time to make my move. Because old big boss put up with Saul for years. New big boss, we don't know quite what to make of him yet. Everyone's like... How is he like? What's he going to do? Is he going to change something? But uh, we're, we were all chit-chatting around. Uh, me, new big boss, and a couple other guys uh, were just uh, shooting the shit. And, uh, and big boss says, oh, we started talking about tailgating or, or piggybacking when you uh, scan your car to get into work. And it goes, beep. You're not supposed to let the person in behind you in Right. Tailgate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They got to scan their card and open the door. The door's supposed to close. And so we're joking around about that or talking about that. And new big boss goes, I fired someone for piggybacking once. And we're like, holy shit. (laughs) He's like, yeah, yeah. And he laughed about it. Oh, he's ruthless. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So I was like, okay. (laughs) This is a man who will take action. All my ducks are in a row. (laughs) I got Steve. I got new big boss who's willing to fire people. Uh, so, uh, so, so that, that, the first day, so, uh, Steve went to go tell the big boss, okay, he was, he told him next day, same thing. Saul leaves a few minutes early. I walk over to Steve and I say, Hey, Steve, Saul left early. <laughs> and Steve said, Oh, really? Okay. So goes the big boss. <laughs> so, uh, we, we get an edict from uh, my direct manager. And he says, we need to have a meeting. Okay, we're going to have a meeting. So what had happened was uh, there's two two new things. No one can leave until 425. Was Saul present at this meeting? No, but he oh. was told this. Okay. Yeah. Well, again, Saul thinks he he's, he doesn't need to be with us, with us uh, plebeians, with us servants. Uh, but he was told this. So we can't leave until 425 and we have to take out the trash. Now, the trash, we, we got those 
we have three trash cans. They're on wheels. The dumpster's right outside. It takes a minute to put out the trash. Okay, whatever. And another thing is that the janitor takes out the trash every night. So when my manager said, you guys need to take out trash, I said, hey, the janitor takes out the trash every night. He's like, I don't care. I was like, okay, well, if you want us to take out the trash, we'll take out the trash. So this new policy, yeah. which was caused by Saul leaving early, is that no yeah. one can leave early. Yes. But also you have to take out the trash? Yes. Were they trying not to single out? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. So this is what so this is what happened. We have the meeting and my boss is like, no one can leave till 425. That was never a problem with anyone. Whom? Except for Saul. Who's the only person not leaving? What the hell is the point of telling us? We know we didn't leave before 425. We're good people. Our mamas raised us right. It was never a problem to leave before 425. Go tell Saul. And taking out the trash. Okay. The, the janitor does it. But so from now on, he's every day is going to get to the trash and be like, well, these are empty. Again, it's not hard. And we, we deal with mostly mail. So we throw away a bunch of uh, paper. It's not like we're throwing away uh, half-eaten uh, Panda Express combos and a bunch of disgusting stuff. It takes a minute. Oh, maybe two to just roll it out there, dump it in the dumpster, bring it back, whatever. So, yes, so th there's this management philosophy uh, thinking process that you can't single out people directly. It's very odd because there was one person. That's the problem. Saul. But we were told... Like, we, we didn't need to be told to leave. You can't leave early. We weren't leaving early. Saul was leaving early. But there's this management, management philosophy. And I saw this a few months ago, too. Uh, another co-worker. He would, he would get to work 7.59, 8, which technically is on time. We start at 8. Uh, but he would need to put on his work shirt and change his shoes. So it took a couple minutes. And so we had a meeting. <laughs> I was like, okay, you guys got to come on time uh, in your in your right shoes and with your work shirt on. And uh, and if you need to put on your work shirt in your shoes, then you need to come a little bit early, obviously. And we looked around. We're like, this doesn't apply to us. There's we, one person who does we this. We know the one person this applies <laughs> to, yet we're having a meeting where you're issuing this edict from on high. So... It's you, you can't single anyone out. You can't confront people. You can't embarrass them. But you know what? If I know I'm the only person who's breaking a rule yeah. and then it's told to everybody in a group like that, yeah. I'm feeling embarrassed because right. everyone knows that they're talking right. about me. Right. I would much rather be confronted one-on-one -on -one yes. privately. Yes, exactly. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. It's, it's, so, it's so silly. It seems like these managers are just afraid of like confrontation yeah. or they want... They, Want to be as nice and gentle yeah. as possible? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. And it, it, one person is the problem in both instances. Going back to Saul, <laughs> he he's the problem here. And addressing all of us, punishing all of us, is it's like when you were a kid and you were in class. And if anyone, if like someone throws a, uh, some toilet paper at the chalkboard. Okay, I've never actually seen that, but I see <laughs> movies, okay, and I've watched cartoons. But, like, if something like that happens and the teacher turns around and says, everyone gets a detention. Okay. 
But that was like in third grade, dude. We're adults. <laughs> We're freaking grown, grown up uh, men here. Like to punish one, to punish all of us. Uh, I uh, so stupid. Punish the one. Don't punish all of us for one action. Uh, so. By the way, the day after he went off, went unhinged off the handle about all the mail tubs. He went back to normal because who cares? And it's impossible to, to keep a direct path. We have too much stuff. The room is too small. This is the bed uh, that we sleep in that we have to make, whatever the cliche is. Th this is how it is. It's been this way for a decade plus, and it continues to be this way. But for whatever that particular day, he had a bad day. He was mad at someone. He didn't take his meds. I don't know. But he flipped out. But it's got, it went right back. Yeah, because he never really cared. Right. It went right back to the same. So uh, so I told my, my co-workers, I said, when you, make when you take out the trash, make sure to curse Saul's name under your breath. Like when you're dumping that trash can in the dumpster. Saul, Saul. Uh, but the best thing is that every day, 420, 421, 422, 420. I see Saul waiting <laughs> because he can't leave early anymore. And I'm victorious and I won. So I snitched. I've yet to get a stitch. <laughs> Probably because I'm really strong and he's scared of me or intimidated. Uh, but yeah, you mess with me. You mess with me. You mess with my whole family and all my friends and all my coworkers. And, uh, I emerge victorious. Is it worth it? Was it worth it? Yes. Now that you have to take the trash out every day. Yes. Because the trash, it's its a simple process. It takes a minute, two minutes tops. It's worth it to see him waiting. Like, <laughs> like, like a normal person again. Like a plebeian. Like before I used to think is, crap doesn't stink. And now he's just. He still thinks it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> All our crap stinks. Uh, and I'm not I'm not this type of person. If you want to treat people like crap, okay. I mean, I'll stay out of it because I, I don't, in the end, I don't care. Um, and he never did anything directly to me. Uh, and if you want to think you're better than people, that that's great. I think that's fantastic. I think I'm better than a lot of people too. <laughs> but if you're going to like flip out and cause meetings... About things that are, are just stupid and inconsequential and unimportant. I'm going to come back at you and get you. This is like a, the plot to a episode of Law and Order or something. Alrighty. Well, that's it. Uh, Saul stands there waiting till 425. And I love every step. It's worth it. It's worth taking out the trash. <laughs> I want you to find more ways to... Uh... To get back to, at Saul. Yeah. Just a little little here and there. A little revenge here uh, and there. Well, right now I'm like in... Um, I'm idle. But I'm waiting. Yeah. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Like a coyote in the <laughs> night. I just stay quiet. I mind my business. But I'm waiting for her. A feral cat. Like Mr. Kitty. Uh, and then... Well, if Saul, I almost said it wrong. <laughs> if Saul uh, wants to fuck around, 
then he's gonna find out again okay i'm sorry liz fisher okay well, are we done honey yeah okay we're done oh bye